everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and we are wrapping up our series on gut health. So if, this, if you haven't listened to the three episodes with the title Gut Health in them before, please, please go back and listen to those. They're really, really good setup. Uh, I think a safe setup, too, to talk about this, this subject in the, the totality. Uh, because we're really quick to just start doing and trying new things to try and get our own health instead of really settling into the soul place first, letting God go deep so that our healing can come from the inside out. Amen. So I say this is our last time talking about this topic, but I have to tell you, man, uh, this has just been kind of a can of worms and it's, it's hard for me to lock this up in the four-part series. You probably will see hear more in and out as we go forward in the podcasting we're just doing life together because there's been a lot of good movement happening for people (laughs) and no pun intended (laughs) haha movement but really there's movement happening and there's something that is stuck and lodged inside our bellies our guts i just learned today a, a new little factoid that did you know when we are formed in our mother's womb that the the same tissue that's used for the brain is used for the gut. The same tissue that forms the brain forms the gut. And and as you'll learn today, the brain, the the gut is known as the second brain. There's neurotransmitters in, it's like, it just has all this same neurons and firing of, of emotions and thought. Like it has its own mission control inside of our gut. So when our brain is, is can't have these thoughts, maybe there's something going on in our gut. When our gut can't do, Uh, something well and work appropriately maybe something stuck in our brain Uh, wounding traumas that we've had and the forgiveness that's needed that's why it's really important you listen to the other podcasts that have been done to prepare you for this one because today's the day blow the alarm sound the trumpets you're going to hear more practical what you can do to help co-labor to partner with god in moving towards health and wholeness from the inside out. So enjoy this podcast. You're going to meet my friend, uh, Dr. Jana Grimm. Uh, she's, uh, this is where I would say I'm, I am not an expert. This is something she expertises and passionate about. And you're going to go and learn this in the in a totality of health and wholeness because she loves Jesus more than she does gut health. And those are the kind of people I say, take the mic, let us talk. You love Jesus more than the thing you do? Awesome. Use this mic anytime you'd like. So enjoy this podcast. Share it with a friend and uh, check more. If you're just new to us, revelationwellness.org. You can find out more ways to connect with us. And thanks for leaving the reviews, you guys. It's been amazing to hear how God's using these in your life. So thanks again. Peace. Hey everybody, I am so excited today to get to be with you, and not just me, this, I think, I think, Jana, you might be my official first guest ever, maybe so, and my pleasure to introduce you to not only my (laughs) friend, but a fellow Revelation Wellness instructor, uh, a wealth of knowledge, and a real passion for the people of God, and for the love of God, and uh, her name is, is Dr. Jana Grimm, and she 
we're, we're kind of rolling off of our last podcast that we did that was a hot button one. And it was actually just to scratch the surface and we were talking about inflammation. And uh, I got in, into gut health a little bit, and we kind of went into play. And I was just, I was like, oh, you know what? It's time to bring in Jana. It's time to just have this conversation. Um, <laughs> but before I talk over, I'm going to have her talk a little bit about herself. Oh, also, if you if you have done Revwell TV, if you're a, a member of Revwell TV, you have seen Jana on a bike. <laughs> she is our <laughs> our resident spin doctor, and it brings us the good news on a bike in just such a way. It's so so her gifting and so her talent. Which so grateful, but we want to say before we start to open up this this can of worms of discussion, it's good worms. It's all, remember, it's always good news. <laughs> remember that everyone, it's always good news. Amen. We do not partner with bad news. We do not partner with scarcity or the herd syndrome mentality that oh, if ever this has to be it or the the magic bullet. Like there is no magic bullet, but this wonderful knowledge to be gained. And I would love everyone if you're kind of feel like God's been putting a little tap on your shoulder about hey there's something going on in my gut there's something I'm not well I just don't feel well it's kind of those things we talked about with adrenal fatigue and inflammation if those conversations really sparked you then we want to uh, continue the conversation today but just know that, um, that just no fear love is greater than fear and we're hoping that this conversation will bless you in a way where you get to partner further with the Lord in whatever he's calling you to do so that's our that's my disclaimer. That's I know Jana's disclaimer too. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love for Jana tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, for those who've never saw you on a spin bike or know a little background of you, tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. This is such an honor, and I'm just uh, I can definitely stand behind the Revelation Wellness Ministry, and it has personally changed my life. Um, mm -hmm. I, so I am, um, I'm a wholehearted follower of Jesus Christ, of course. I love him. And um, I got saved right when I went into practice in the very beginning of 2008. And so, um, of course, he wrecked all of my plans that I had made for myself and um, <laughs> started to transform the way that I thought and everything I thought about practicing. And, and it's been, um, you know, uh, oh, I'm a work in progress, too. But I've learned a lot. Yeah in um, letting him lead. So as he's transformed my life, it's transformed my practice, the way I practice, the things that I know, the things that I believe, and um, just the way that I go about uh, running and managing this practice, this, this thing that he's um, entrusted me with. And, I, and it's an honor. So um, this side of heaven, I get to be a licensed doctor of chiropractic and a clinical nutritionist kind of different than just a basic basic nutritionist. I'll kind of get more into that. And then I get to be a Revelation Wellness fitness instructor, a fitness teacher, gospel preacher. And um, my jam is spin. And so um, there's things that I'm not great at teaching and things that I am um, anointed to teach. So I'm here in South Orange County, California. My practice is in Dana Point. Um, and mm -hmm. then my I teach the spin classes twice a week in San Clemente. So that's um, my get-to. Um, my mission is to educate, inspire, and equip people to be healthy and, and there's no compromise in this area, to share the good news gospel of Jesus Christ. So there's, yeah. um, as you know, right, there's no wholeness without him. So it's pointless yeah. to Amen. teach this stuff without bringing him into the picture. And there's no freedom in the journey yeah. to health and freedom. There's just, there's no point and there's no way to do it without him. So 
Um, yeah. We know that. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully yeah. people that follow, all the, you know, follow these podcasts are either know that or are getting to know that um, okay. or are open to that. So, yeah. you know, whether it's through healthcare or teaching fitness or an opportunity like this or podcasting or whatever, my passion, just like the, the mission of Revelation Wellness, um, is to truly give people their hope back. So when we teach this yeah. stuff, it's it's grace-based. It's for our good and for God's glory. So, um, Amen. yeah, I want to just repeat what you already said, that, again, this <laughs> is this is not going to apply to every single person on the face of the planet. Um, yeah. Not every single person has candida overgrowth, but it is it is very common, way more common than it used to be because mm-hmm. of the culture that we live in, because of the generation that we yeah. live in, the, the food comforts and the lack of obedience. Yes, we're going to talk about some, you know, convicting things, but again, grace, um, everything tied up in a bow of grace. And we're going to bring some holy truth to these areas because there's a lot of conflicting and confusing information out there. And so I just want to try to make things a little simpler or expound on Amen. what is what this is and how we get it and what are the symptoms of that, you know, that you might have it. Um, yeah. And then also the disclaimer, just before we wrap this up, um, I would encourage people definitely to listen from beginning to end because we're going to cover a lot of information um, mm-hmm. and um, to, you know, just to be open to hearing what we have to say but not not going crazy, not getting, not freaking out, and that anything we talk about, food recommendations or lifestyle change recommendations, any of that stuff, that um, we are talking about fasting or laying things down, just being willing to do whatever the Lord would call us to do. So in simplicity, being obedient in the name of receiving more of him. So Amen. we lay things down. We lay down food. We fast. So fasting from anything that God would lead, and it's in his power, not ours. It's, it's an act of the spirit, or, you know, a work of the spirit, not an act of the flesh. It's not a yeah. diet. So I try yeah. to avoid Amen. calling it a candida diet just because yeah. of the stigma behind dieting. So yeah. I just want to make yeah. that clear. Yeah, yeah. Well, and before we go further, too, I'd like to give you guys, like, this is a personal story that I've had, uh, my own uh, shoot, my own journey to gut health and a continual journey too. It's something that the Lord gets my attention on for sure uh, with how I'm treating my body. And I, I would say, you know, people would look at me at the surface and go, she's fit because she has muscle. Just because someone has mm-hmm. muscle <laughs> does not make one well. Let me just tell just you. Just because they're a doctor doesn't make them perfect make either. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, good news. Everyone still needs a savior. Everyone needs an intercessor, a personal counselor. And that is definitely what Jesus said. So, uh, yeah, I have, I've walked personally, Jana has walked me through um, some, a a process of some gut healing. And not only that, but I think it's just, I will, I can vouch for the fact and I take this, I don't take any of it for granted that I get to, to, the honor of speaking to you guys in a way that leads you to more freedom. And I'm very aware that sometimes we're quick to go, Oh, this person's going to help me. This is going to be, this. or even Elisa Keaton herself. And so I take it very, very seriously that I don't hand over any, you know, like here, use this platform to talk about what you do. If it's not going to lead people to more freedom and that they truly go God for your glory. And I know that's what Janet yeah. does. Cause when I was, um, 
being when she was working with me, I mean, it was nothing was more beautiful than us just going, hey, Lord, okay, we're going to do these things we know to do on earth here, but we are going to give you the ultimate. You are going to heal, Elisa. You are the one. Like it was just, it was so holistic to the core of who I am, still using practical things that, that Gianna is learning and has given her, you know, passion about. But yet in the end, she goes, I'm just going to yield to the Lord, which to me, I'm like, mm-hmm. that I'll run hard and long with anyone who goes, this is my mission, this is my passion, but I yield to the Lord and all because he could intersect at any time. So I just wanted to, to give that little disclaimer. And also, this is passionate for me right now. I feel like the Lord's bringing and highlighting it because I have two parents that are per- right now with cancer. My father was diagnosed with prostate cancer just recently. I actually just returned from the hospital today where his prostate was removed yesterday. Um, my mother was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. Uh, over a year ago, and I've just seen the emotional, spiritual uh, nature, nurture, all those just like they're kind of their life story and how, uh, please listen to the podcast on inflammation. I feel like there's just this, the connection of us being people who have hurts and wounds and pain, and we've turned to food. And I can, Mm -hmm. both my parents, I come from a generational path of people that turn to food to meet their discomfort, their bitterness, their disappointment. It's a comforter. The food is comforting. And I want to do whatever we can to bring this back to go, let's let's intersect this too because we're using food in a way that's now causing more disease than ease to us. And what was once given to us is something that's so just a shadow of of beauty of who God is. We've abused it in a way. We've just out of control. So, Yes, I would say we, we I would I agree with Jana. There's probably more of this going on in our bodies than we're aware of, but um, it's time to take it back in the most holiest and whole and free ways. So I wanted to kind of go, I'm passionate about this. I feel like this is going to help a lot of people. So let's, um, let's jump in. Why don't you tell me, like, I, I know, Jana, you said you listened to the podcast on inflammation. Yes. Yes. And, and I know. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I am, I'm so grateful for that podcast, first of all. I mean, I, I, I'm learning stuff from it, too. But it is the perfect segue to this podcast and this, you know, what we're going to talk about today. And I really, I just want to um, just encourage people that are listening to this, to this one, to listen to that inflammation one first. Because I do feel yeah. like it, it solves a lot of problems coming into this one. Because we're starting to, like... Um, put the microscope down on some specific issues here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But people need to understand the big picture about inflammation and, you know, the spiritual and emotional roots that tie into the stuff, which I have notes on to cover as well. Yeah. But the reality right. is regarding inflammation, regarding candida overgrowth, regarding just infirmity, dis-ease, disease, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call these things, that we are – we are physical, spiritual, and emotional beings, and those things can't be separated. We get this this body, this physical body, but wrapped up yeah. in it is our spirit and our emotions, and they're real. And people, we, we just don't really talk about emotional health and don't know what to do with it. And yeah. the reality is is that spiritual and emotional problems can manifest themselves as physical dis-ease, physical problems. And we're naming symptoms and calling them diseases, but they're really just symptoms. And they're our body talking to yeah. us because creator God who loves us so much gave us a way to that our body speaks to us and tells us things. Yeah. We have just not become hearers. 
we need to become better listeners and sit before the throne of grace and be more patient and go, Lord, mm. what is my body trying to tell me? And go to him first, go to the, the master physician. The, he is our primary, he is the primary care physician. Amen. Amen. And Amen. Say, Lord, what, w- what would be the first step? Do you, Amen. I mean, is it just, you know, those basics of drinking more water, cutting down on mm-hmm. caffeine and sugar and processed mm-hmm. foods, moving our mm-hmm. bodies, or for a time stopping moving in a way like resting more, um, getting yeah. enough sleep at night, because there's a time and a place where when the bank account's empty, it's empty, and you got to build up the cash again, you know, like if, Amen. if you're running on E, you got to go back to the filling station, back to the word of God, back to the truth, seek first yeah. the kingdom and pray yeah. and ask the Lord, are you supposed to get help for this? Okay, if so, who? And if he says that somebody's supposed to help you with your health, then he's going to provide. We don't have to fear Amen. not having the money or the insurance or there's mm-hmm. just so much fear that dictates our mm-hmm. decisions because we're, mm-hmm. we're doing things, they're fear-based decisions instead of going to our real primary care doctor first. And don't you think, too, like – people hear the word like fast or something and then they just see like they already like vision out the doom of how hard it's going to be or like yep. we're such we're just we look at the lot we, we look at the marathon and go oh my gosh I'll never get there like it seems impossible we're just such we just want to be done with it instead of right here take one step with me right now the Lord is yes. he is not interested in running and sprinting a marathon just, just let's walk I've never known anyone who doesn't finish a task that they do if they just take it one step at a time I, honestly one step I, know, right. I know I know one day at people. a time yeah I know countless people though that call it quit because they overwhelm themselves with too much yes. too fast too hard too soon that's why our little way challenge has been like, okay, I'm so proud of everyone who didn't get on the crazy bandwagon of, you know, making yourself, you see yourself at this finish line of 2017 on your market set, go. (laughs) Let's be in January 1st and then January 2nd, we'll keep our eyes on the Lord. He'll get us to that end destination. So yeah. That's right. So Amen. So yeah. tell me then where we left off and talked, uh, a real, we are going to put the microscope today on gut health. Like, tell us, what is your, what's your view <laughs> on what's going on in our gut today? If someone is not feeling well, how would they know it's connected to their gut? Just talk to them. Okay. Okay. Well, let me, let me just start off by um, one of the things when you and I were emailing back and forth, like one of the questions you said is how do our guts affect our health? So I was like, okay, Lord. Um, there's so much information, like, tell me how to narrow this down. So I just feel like it's important to say, like, you know, what is our gut? So our gut, maybe some of you know this, maybe maybe some people don't, but that it's our second brain. We have so many blood vessels mm. and nerves that intersect in our gut. Okay, next to our brain, there's more um, nerves and, and blood vessels, circulatory system, neurological functions going on there than anywhere else in the body. So... The brain, just like we know the brain is the master control system of the whole body as far as our systems are concerned, um, the brain controls every other function, right? And this is, like, this is like basic chiropractic stuff. Well, the gut, having that many, you know, that many um, nerves and that much circulation going to it affects everything else as well. So um, – it affects everything in our body. It affects our emotions. Um, so like anxiety and depression disorders, mental disorders, which you touched on 
in, I don't remember if it was the inflammation, it was the inflammation podcast, I think. Um, I know you talked about it somewhere, but um, like Mm -hmm. even bipolar disorders, diagnoses of like psychosis, anger issues, excessive fear, like beyond just the spirit of fear, but like excessive fear problems. A lot of that is Mm -hmm. is our kidney problems and gut problems, Um, unwarranted crying and tearfulness and sadness, Mm -hmm. mood swings, hormone imbalances. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't let me forget to touch on that because that's a big okay. one. But I'll make hormone imbalances, yeah, start in the gut. Um, energy, skin disorders, joint pain, mobility issues, um, the ability or inability to heal, weight loss, weight gain, um, the ability to detox ourselves naturally on a daily basis, digestion issues, degenerative diseases, memory issues, neurological and immune functions, the list goes on. So basically everything goes back to the gut because spiritual things affect our gut, emotional things affect our gut. So mm-hmm. now the, now there might be other things that are causing the gut problems, which one of which we're going to get into today, the candida overgrowth. And I'm, and I'm going to talk about like how, you know, what are the symptoms of you that you might have it, but also what causes it so that people understand more of what this is. And again, name of Jesus don't you know I don't want people to freak out and everybody think mm-hmm. they're dying because of the good news in all of this is okay yes this is very real we are uh, shining a light on something that's a very very real issue at least 80% of patients that I test have this um, mm-hmm. it's probably actually a little higher than that um, mm-hmm. yes this is at the root of every patient with cancer I've ever tested and pretty much mm-hmm. all chronic illness so I'm, that's mm-hmm. true but we don't need to freak out because the good news is, is that this is totally fixable. Yes, it's going to take a little investment of money, time, energy, obedience. Um, yeah, you're going to be required to make some lifestyle changes. And um, mm-hmm. God would not bless our disobedience and things that are causing further destruction, that are destroying our bodies, that, okay. you know, lifestyle habits that are causing real problems. He's not going to let us just waste away in that he would allow us to be he disciplines those he loves you know i've been through it you've been through it he wants to take us down the little way the narrow way and so with that means we've got to be willing to do you know whatever it takes to receive something so much better you know there's nothing sweeter than jesus right like you you say i got that from revelation wellness years ago and i love it but um Mm -hmm. the sugar Mm -hmm. you know I, i always tell myself like when my eyes are on the cross and i'm i'm focused on Jesus and what he did for me, I'm pretty sure I can lay down the wine. I'm pretty sure I can sacrifice. I'm pretty sure I can lay these things down. So, and we all, but we all work at different paces. We all, some people clean out their cabinets slowly. Some people need to do, you know, do an immediate changeover. So grace, grace in all of this, you know, like we have the freedom to hear the specific convictions or, you know, um, nudges from the Lord. So, amen. Um, something so tell, that we so say, tell is, us then. Go, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go. Okay. So I was just going to say something like, um, that just pretty much all holistic doctors understand in general and would agree on is that everything affects everything in the body and anything mm-hmm. can cause anything. So with <laughs> Western that's medicine, clarity, everybody, that's, are we clear now? So clear. Okay. We can go now. <laughs> so I say that because everybody, we're so um, Western medicine trained and uh, match a symptom with a medication t- and instant gratification mentality trained that um, people always want to go, but 
I mean, I want to know exactly why I have Hashimoto's or what exactly caused my joint pain. Yeah. And it's, you yeah. know, we're, the body's complex, um, yeah. but, you know, God makes things simple. That's why we have to go to him first. But everything yeah. that's happening in the body and all the factors and all the years of, of traumas and, or, you know, maybe poor diet for a season or a lifetime or whatever, there's so many factors that come together to put each of us in whatever position we're in right now. And, yeah, do you know what we um, call that? We call that when what, you need to know. Like, I just need to know. I need to know. I call it it's the idolatry of knowledge. Yes. Right? That's the tree. We wanted to eat from <laughs> that tree. If I just yes. knew, then, yes. because what we really is, that comes down to a trust that we, I don't need to know to trust God. I just, I'm going right. to, because I love him, I trust him. And then I trust him to tell me what I need to know, if there's anything I need to know in great detail. But we can That's pay right. attention to the very, obvious things like if i've got really bad gas bowel movements i'm not doing well that's something i he's trying to tell me something that's something to know but that's why right. like the intricacies of why and what i do is it a childhood wound like i think sometimes we can spend too much time thinking i can't move forward i can't make i can't make progress unless i know no no like man we can just spend all day knowing things when it's like I know enough to go, I'm trusting you, God, and this is what you're saying to me today. I'll act on this today. If I need to know any more, you'll let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Amen. And, you know, I've been in that bondage before. And and as a doctor, I, I uh, witness <laughs> that bondage a lot. And, you know, Google and the Internet, they're, they're a blessing and a curse. Like, it can be used for good, but... Um, so many people are, are trying to be their own doctor, which in, you know, a lot of ways we need, there's time to research, but I just can, if I can advise that we, again, before anything, before we get on the online and go to Wikipedia or, or some doctor's website or just random research, are we seeking the Lord first? Because I've had people mm-hmm. try to shut down my practice over reading something on the internet and then assuming that everything I do is witchcraft because yeah. they didn't pray first. I wasn't led by the Lord. So in the same way, yeah. we can start self-diagnosing and thinking we have cancer when we just have a food allergy or something. You know what I mean? So Yeah, amen. Anyway, can I ask anyway, you, too? So, so we, we yeah. do want to make the – you said that in your intro, that you are a, a, a more natural path, a chiropractor, right? You would say that. Like, yeah. So this is not like your general practitioner doctor. So Western medicine, you're more – you would be classified if we're going to classify – As alternative in, medicine. Alternative, which is why we get the fear mongers or people that are like, that's witchcraft because we don't understand yeah. it. A plus B is has to equal C. A plus B must yeah. equal C instead of this place of mystery. And just, yeah. okay, I'm trusting so, and following instinct. Yeah. But can I touch on that real quick? Go ahead. So – yeah. Okay. So I'm a doctor of chiropractic. So I'm not a, I'm not a naturopath. That's actually a type of doctor, a doctor of naturopathy. Okay. And then there's doctors of chiropractic or there's acupuncturists, um, whatever. Um, and those all fall under either holistic medicine doctors or people call us natural doctors or holistic doctors. Some people right, call us right. healers. I try not to use the word healer because of just, it can bring a lot of confusion in Christian circles. And, and, and so anyway, I just say, I just call it a natural doctor, a holistic doctor, but technically I'm a doctor of chiropractic. That's what my doctorate is in. And then I'm a clinical nutritionist. And so clinical nutritionist, as opposed to like, I don't write meal plans for people and map out their days. I, we need mm-hmm. to be able to seek the Lord on our own accord and and find, mm-hmm. you know, because you, once you write one calendar for one person, it's going to be different. And then that would, that would be a full-time job just doing that. So what <laughs> I do is, and whew, 
I would burn out so fast if I talked about food all day, every day. I have yeah. to talking about Jesus fuels me and it fuels Amen. other people. I have designated times when I'm in practice seeing patients that I talk about food. And outside of that, I really don't want to talk about food <laughs> unless I'm led to do <laughs> a video or a podcast or something like yeah. that. True. So, yeah, you know, there's the idolatry of food. We either get obsessed with the diet or we think food makes no difference. We eat whatever we want because we're so spiritual in other ways or something. So, you know, do we just, this freedom in Christ thing is we're going to, we're going to hit that home today. But um, so I specifically, like for me and now within the, within the um, arena of natural medicine and alternative medicine, it's been so perverted and infiltrated by the new age movement that but mm. but this this is God's territory and Amen. we're just taking it back. This is not weird, but you know, real healing takes faith. And Amen. what we're really saying when we just like put up our hand against anybody that's into holistic medicine or maybe uses a term that they've heard used in the New Age movement or something, and we Im- immediately shut down or it's this legalism and this fear, mm-hmm. it, it's really sad because we're doing the hard work and preaching the gospel and in doing natural medicine and and encouraging obedience and faith and patience and discipline, Mm -hmm. but without bondage and not Mm -hmm. from a place of pride, but humility. Like it's, there's, there's a lot of warfare in this enemy doesn't want us to be free. So um, I just see like, I mean, it's so godly to do it this way but yeah it takes faith and it means we have to change and people don't like that it hurts you know yeah. it rubs yeah. up rubs up against our weaknesses and our idolatry like you said so well and, um, and it always comes it always comes against the status quo it's like you know jesus interrupts the comfortable places so mm-hmm. it's it's we're on to something if we know this doesn't fully make sense but i just sense yeah. i'm supposed to go in this direction okay so let's yeah. get on okay. let's go to uh gut health candida what what's going on in our guts today we know like you're saying it's the second brain we're, we're processing things in here our emotions okay totally i hope everyone hears yep. that takeaway number one <laughs> it is important your gut is the second place like mission control of the body um, yeah. of emotion, of what you say, like emotions, and there's so much is going on in our guts. Tell, that's why mm-hmm. we say, I just have this feeling in my gut. Like, yeah, because yeah. you feel things in your gut. You're processing, you're thinking out loud in a way. Yeah. All right, so what's, what's going on with our guts then today? Yeah, so what we're really trying to ask ourselves, like, what do these symptoms mean? God, okay, I have all these random symptoms going on. So what Name do they some mean? symptoms. Okay, some we're going to go through that. Okay, so. Somebody, let's just dive right in, candida overgrowth. Somebody that has this, now, these are not exclusive. Just want to make that clear because, again, we want to not make everybody think if you have this symptom, you have to have candida overgrowth. But if you have a white coating on your tongue, I would encourage everyone to maybe hit pause and look at their tongue or do this later, make a note. If you have a white coating on your tongue, I can almost guarantee that you have candida overgrowth. That's going to be a major symptom. If you have a history of antibiotic use of any sort, even if it was just a few times, um, or even as a baby or a child, but like uh, you mentioned in your podcast, Elisa, and my history, I had chronic sinus infections, and mm-hmm. uh, I was really prone to respiratory and bronchitis, sinus-type infections. That's mm-hmm. a major symptom that would indicate um, that you had candida overgrowth. If you had any history of steroid use from like um, – an injury or especially asthma sufferers or 
mm-hmm. asthma in general. I don't know if I've ever tested anybody with asthma that didn't have candida overgrowth. And then birth control pills. Mm-hmm. Birth control pills in and of themselves don't cause candida overgrowth, but it's what they do, the damage they do to the gut and the liver that, um, and then especially combined with any history of antibiotics or steroids that would lead to the body being prone to developing candida overgrowth. Um, okay. If you, Can I just say yeah. right now, if someone sticks out, because you know everyone probably sticks out, stuck out the tongue. I remember when I first came to you and you mm-hmm. wanted me to stick out my tongue, I was like, this is it, Lord, if I stick out my tongue. And she tells me it's white, I'm screwed. Like, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm going on a diet, like, not a diet, but I know you're calling. I already knew God was calling me, but can I ask you this question? Yeah. Um, aren't some tongues, can they be different colors, or is a tongue absolutely supposed to be pink? Like and the tongue is supposed to be glo- the tongue really- is supposed to be glossy pink. Um, there there can be like a very very thin white coating, like kind of pale, but th- but that's a symptom. Um, okay. And 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 as the gut heals, you see it change. No, it's true. I will say when I originally started with Jana and she made me stick out, not made me, I, I offered up my tongue. And I remember being around the I did table not put a gun to her head. <laughs> Do you remember that I was around the table with three other women and they refused to stick their tongue out. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do this because I knew the Lord was calling me like I just wasn't well. So when um she I do I will say I do remember as I went through the process of seeking the Lord and and laying down some things for a time um my tongue definitely changed color and I do keep an eye on it now for sure. So but yeah. I, I feel like I will I will say that because I know we're going to talk about things that we can do as I have come, I call, I came, kind of came out of that cocoon phase. It's not, I, I went through this time of cleansing my gut, and now I'm more back into, I, I never returned to some of the really intense habits that I had. But I can sure. tell if I'm starting to eat things like the holidays, I'll stick out my tongue and be like, oh, yeah, look at you. Look at you growing back there. there. And so then I, I know right. it's time to pull back again. And then it, my, my body tends to, re- like, reply pretty quickly. It isn't as. I guess the overgrowth, is that possible? Like the overgrowth isn't like that, that the the response can happen as I just take like, you know, a couple weeks and clean it up yeah. again. Cause I noticed that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so once right, you so, get, once you get to a place of balance, then if you get mm-hmm. off course, just, you know, a little bit, the thing is you, you, you knew the warning signs. And so you didn't just keep going down the broad path for weeks right. and weeks and months and years again. You right, said, right. okay. Uh, maybe I'm getting night sweats, or maybe I'm feeling gassy, or I'm not pooping right, oh, or yeah. I'm looking at my yeah. tongue, these, or I'm getting headaches, or my joints hurt, or whatever, whatever yeah. symptoms each of us is prone to. We go, we're, we walk in discernment, and we go, uh uh-uh, oh, warning sign, um, mm-hmm. need to, you know, go back to that place of freedom. No, not necessarily. Now, you might have to get strict for a few days or a couple weeks, but nothing like going backwards unless you let it get really out of control. Right. But our, but again, okay. our body's warning us along the way. So, um, okay. So we're talking symptoms, people. Yep. You mentioned some. Um, then I, what? What are they to do? Okay. Well, can I go through more symptoms? Because there's a whole. Yeah, please. There's a oh, go. whole yeah, lot. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Go. That's okay. So, well, one of them that this would be the most accurate one that anybody could could do. It's a home spit test that you can do for free. And it's called a candida spit test. And I have the exact instructions so we don't waste time getting into it on this um, uh, uh, podcast website. On my website, drjanajoshugrim.com. 
So it's just my name, Dr. Jana. I'll put, Dashu it, I'll put it in the show notes. It'll be okay, in the show perfect. notes, everyone. So if you just scroll there down, you you'll, you'll get the link. Okay, perfect. So on there, in the search box on my website, if you just type in Candida or Candida spit test or spit test, whatever, it will find it. You can do this, but it's free and it is very accurate. And as people heal, they continue to do it. So when I work with long distance patients that I can't test and be with in person, they watch that spit test clear up, you know, from one month to the next. It's amazing and so encouraging. And, um, you know, going into this process, okay, I just want to touch on this before I get into the other symptoms because we, we skipped over this. You said when, when people like stick out your, when I say stick out your tongue or, you know, I get ready to test you and people tell me I'm scared, I'm afraid, or no, I don't want to, or I can't do that, or they just flat out deny that they have this because they don't want to hear it because they just don't want to believe it. Um, yeah. You know, I'm like, but, but wouldn't you want to know? This means hope. We can either look mm -hmm. at this as this is scary and this is awful, or we can go, I finally have answers. I mm -hmm. finally have answers. My savior came for me and he sent someone who knows. And now we mm -hmm. have answers. And now, yeah, it's going to take discipline. Maybe um, it's going to be changes that I never was able to do before. But when God's involved, when we bring him into the process, he binds our flesh. And a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit, or if we've never received a baptism of the Holy Spirit, the mm -hmm. fruit of the Spirit is self-control, is joy, is faithfulness, is love, it's mm -hmm. peace, it's patience. We can mm -hmm. endure the process, and but what it might take is getting on our knees 20 times a day in the beginning, relying mm -hmm. on the Lord. That's not a bad place oh. to be. Right? And there, there were times that I was, I was having my little tantrum. I was mad. Like why? Yeah. I just, it was a lot being worked out of me at that time. But you know, take away the. But it's a good thing. Really, yeah, yeah. Take away when he's, as, go ahead. It, sorry. I was just saying, when he's tearing down idols and when he is sanctifying us, again, it's for our good and his glory. Yeah, it hurts. You know, when I, when you've been out on an injury or I've hurt my back or whatever these things, like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to be on camera those first couple of days when we're crying and hurt and we don't know what God's doing yeah, and it's, it's yeah, not fun. True. But, you know, out of it comes beauty from ashes and out of it comes strength and perseverance. I mean, when you don't have to suffer, you don't have to have faith. So God's doing something so deep spiritually. It's never about the candida or the gut, really. He does care about our physical health. He does carry, uh, care about how we steward yeah. our bodies and our health this side of heaven, um, you know, and he has, he has such good, so much more for us um, that a lot of us are sacrificing or maybe haven't experienced. But it's good news. It's actually good news. It may not be the news we want to hear, but it's good news because we have answers and we have hope and we have direction and there's no way to avoid it. It's not just going to go away on its own, but God will give us everything we need to succeed and even do it with peace and joy in the process. Well, I love it that Matt Chandler says that, you know, we, we've been given the gospel. The gospel means good news. Well, there is no good news unless there's bad news. <laughs> bad news makes good news good. So, yeah. You can celebrate that, okay, it's bad, okay, but hey, the good news is here. Or, you're right, you just turn it off and go, no, I'll just continue in the bad news because the good, we're so deceived, Satan deceives us that the good news is difficult and hard and we're. And God would never call us to good news if he wouldn't give us the grace, the capacity, the equipment of the equipping of the Holy Spirit to, to follow the path to good news, to more and right. spacious places. All right, That's keep right. going. Go ahead That's with right. your symptoms. Okay. 
So back to the symptoms. So let's go through a little quicker. So if we have any history of eating like a high sugar processed food diet, that, that would be a setup for the for candida overgrowth to happen. Um, brain fog, chronic fatigue, chronic pain syndrome. Um, for a baby like colic, thrush, asthma, eczema, or spitting up, yes, you can have this even as a newborn. Mamas can pass this on to baby or we Get, most babies statistically get their first antibiotic in their first few months of life from an ear infection or otherwise. And so it's the yeah. perfect setup before the immune system is developed um, or if mom even had it when she was pregnant or even now no shame in this. If anybody's had a cesarean section, that's not the purpose of this, but baby going through the birth canal is their first inoculation. They receive a lot of their inoculation from going through the birth canal. So a C-section baby. And then if you see any of these symptoms, this would be an indication that baby even has candida overgrowth and um, that you would want to get in the hands of somebody professional to know how to, to handle that with a newborn baby. We're not going to talk about that on here, but um, just so you know, there, those are symptoms. A baby that's spitting up or colicky or has thrush, any of that, that is ha that's what's happening. Um, now, let's see. Have you got the symptoms? More symptoms. I got more. Wait, we're not I done, do. people. Keep going. Oh, any, any digestion issues? Um, we, like reflux, bloating, uh, me. you know, excessive belching, always gassy, constipation or diarrhea, bad breath, all could be indicators. If you've ever had your gallbladder removed or a history of gallstones or gallbladder attacks, at the root of that could be yeast and or parasites. That's for another day. Hormone problems, like I mentioned, so irregular cycles, infertility, endometriosis, PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, the lack of a sex drive. Um, all of that is often a gut problem, and there's more to it, of course. There's adrenal fatigue and thyroid, blah, 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 but a lot of this starts in the gut. Okay. Eczema, psoriasis, um, skin problems, acne, almost all, those are almost always um, a guarantee that you have candida overgrowth. Asthma, chronic sinus infections, respiratory infections, or snoring, very, very likely that there's going to be candida overgrowth. Almost all mm -hmm. autoimmune disease, there's going to be either candida overgrowth, which is going to be the most common, or another type of immune challenge like parasites, bacteria, or viruses hiding in the body. Mm -hmm. um, and within that category would be like Hashimoto's, fibromyalgia, celiacs, Crohn's, whatever. There's a lupus, you name it. But allergies, mm -hmm. environmental or seasonal, um, off the top of my head, again, kind of like cancer with patients, you really don't see these ones happen without candida overgrowth, at least being one of the layers. Allergies, food, you know, when food allergies, and if you're becoming more and more sensitive to more and more foods, you really want to um, ask the Lord if candida overgrowth, if we're onto something. Um, just a few okay. more chronic. Oh, yeah. Still going. Good Lord. Keep going. Just a few. <laughs> chronic UTIs. <laughs> um, this one's a sure thing that you have candida overgrowth. Toenail fungus, athlete's foot, white spots or yeast on the skin, chronic yeast infections or thrush, because mm. that's exactly what yeast infections and thrush are. And then just if you have a lot of random symptoms that other doctors or medical doctors can't figure out or nobody can seem to give you a diagnosis or you try things and you never feel better, those mm. would all be indications that we might be onto something with the candida overgrowth. Okay. Now, okay. explain candida overgrowth. Give us the yes. visual. What, what is it? 
that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go next to. So good thing you asked. Um, okay, so Candida albicans is a strain of yeast that every person has in their body. You can never, you can never sanitize the body of it, but it should be in a very small proportion in the body, and we should have far more good bacteria probiotics. Probiotics are very trendy, and everybody knows about them now. So. Um, what happens is either the diet and or an antibiotic or history of antibiotics, the birth control pills, the steroids, whatever, at some, some perfect storm came and knocked out the good population of bacteria. In other words, sanitized the gut because chemical antibiotics, they don't just kill the bacterial infection that you might be fighting but they wipe out everything. It's like going and dropping an atomic bomb on a city when you really needed to just remodel this building and this building. But you wipe out everything. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. now it's sanitized. And that warm, moist environment from mouth to anus and every other orifice in the body is the perfect Petri dish breeding ground for yeast mm -hmm. to overgrow. So we call that candida overgrowth or candidiasis. Um, and or candida for short, because people like to, the people that like to be um, very precise about things like to correct me sometimes. I'm like, yes, I'm talking about candida overgrowth if I say candida. Um, but so it's yeast going crazy in the body and basically our good bacteria being wiped out. So it lives on the mucous membranes, um, the warm, moist environments of our body. So um, mm -hmm. A lot of women are familiar with this from having a vaginal yeast infection, but where there's been a vaginal yeast infection, which a lot of people are familiar with going, if I take an antibiotic, I know I could get a recurrent vaginal infection, mm -hmm. right? We're told that mm -hmm. most of us mm -hmm. are. Yeah, so the same, but they're not saying that nobody's talking about, oh, this might cause this, like a, a yeast infection in your whole entire gut, not just in Down. your vaginally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, um, so anyway, that's what it is. And it wreaks, it, this is a living organism that's living in our body and being recirculated through our blood every single day because it's setting up shop. So if we catch it in the very beginning, it's really easy to wipe out. But if it happened to us in childhood and for, you know, most of the people I test, it's been going on for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So it didn't come on overnight. So it doesn't go away overnight and the die off of right. it can make you sick. So one thing that people need to know, anybody who hears this ever, or if any of us that are hearing it today are teaching other people about this, that um, uh, die off, yeah, it can make you sick, but you, one thing before you begin is your bowels have to be moving on a daily basis before you can really kick in a, a serious candida detox because the die off of the yeast causes a Herxheimer reaction which makes you feel kind of like you have the flu. And there's a many, many, many symptoms that happen during this. For some people, it's really, really mild. And other people, it can be really severe. And so all of that just depends on all the different factors that make us us, the condition of our liver and our kidneys and the overall inflammation in our body, like you had talked about in the last podcast, and water intake, and then the other layers that are going on. Maybe we have heavy metal toxicity and parasites as well or whatever. You know, there's there's, a, mm -hmm. there's many layers in the body. But the point is our filters have to be clean in order to eliminate 
this dying organism from our body. So we're putting an intentional stress on the body because there's no way around it. Kind of like we exercise, we are intentionally Mm -hmm. like tearing muscle fibers and putting resistance against the body to build and to grow and to strengthen and whatever. And Mm -hmm. so that's what, you know, detox is similar. It's a necessary evil that you have to go through. Well, what do people say? Because clearly everyone we're getting after. And I just want to, if you can summarize the uh, cause of candida in our diet is the processed food, sugar, sugar, correct? GM, yes. Like foods that foods that generally don't grow out of the earth. <laughs> yeah. And primarily sugar. That oh, You know what? That sugar, is what I yeah. haven't really stressed in this. I, I should have from the very beginning. Sugar, sugar, sugar. So it's sugar and anything that breaks down into a sugar that feeds yeast. So some of it the first things right. that that's what feeds yeast. So um, there's there's basically four parts to a candida detox when you're trying to eliminate this. And again, let me just re uh, <laughs> reiterate disclaimers as we talk about this. Yes. Um, this is this is something that it for a lot of people it needs to be professionally managed. It's it's serious. And if it starts to make you really sick when you're cutting out sugars, I mean, for example, I had a patient um, uh, not too long ago who all she did was remove sugar from her diet. And she went into such bad ketosis, she was in the ICU without Ah. supplements, without anything. Now, that is not to bring fear at all. Mm -hmm. Just for people that are super, super, super sick, you don't want to try to do all this on your own because it can get serious. But there's nothing wrong with all of us need to cut out more sugar and and grains and and processed foods. That's that's a starting point for everybody. And we're just taking like what you've already taught and taking it more specific because I can speak on this truthfully as a doctor working with people every day and seeing how serious this is and say yeah like we can all do better with less sugar and yeah by sugar grains break down into sugar starches like potatoes and corn and things like that break down into sugar we're talking about alcohol and even Mm -hmm. when you're on a really strict candida detox in the beginning stages which for different people will be different lengths of time for some people it's one week and for other people it's several months we even mm-hmm. cut out fruit because anything that breaks down into a sugar feeds yeast. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. People, go, people always say, I thought raw honey was healthy. I thought fruit was healthy. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear. They are very healthy. God made those. They are not the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on in our gut is the problem. And yeah. so God, it's simple microbiology. Yeast lives on sugar. So one part of the process of conquering this beast is to starve the yeast of sugar we what we feed lives what we starve dies just like when we starve our body our our life of sin we start to change and transform and see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living so yes yeah so on the average would you say and again everyone we don't expect i don't want to hear everyone is on this crazy going off um you know just getting extreme Yes, everyone yeah. loves numbers. If I throw out numbers, everyone starts to assign themselves numbers, and usually the most extreme number just because we're dreadful people. We just tend to we partner with hopelessness quicker than we do hope. Amen. So yes, like, we do. That's <laughs> when we talk about our bodies because we feel like oh, it's hopeless. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Oh, I can't do it. Like nobody <laughs> goes, yeah, fast, awesome. Let's do right. it. Like like right. <laughs> charging chocolate cake or a donut. Yeah, like nobody gets excited about it. But what would be like uh, for to starve the sugar? Um, 
I know you're saying like it's extreme cases. It just depends on person to person. It's but so, if someone yeah, was going to so begin varied. to make, if someone was begin to make some steps towards it, what would be a good amount of time? Like, what would you say? Um, I re- I really hesitate to put time on it. Like I said, um, somebody could have to be really strict for only a week, and other people it can be many months. On average, it's about a month. Now that's mm-hmm. average. Um, mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. to two months of being really strict on that that like having no fruit or whatever. But let me yeah. let me kind of give you what the progression is. Let me give you the good news part of it. Yeah. Is, yeah. Okay, so we're really strict. We're cutting out anything and everything that breaks down into a sugar in the beginning. Now, again, that's for most people. There are some people, for example, I had a patient who was not a believer. And the Lord told me, so this is why I pray, I do not see any patients without praying anymore. End of story. It's like that's how mm-hmm. the practice goes. I cannot, I, I will not rely on my own strength and wisdom because as soon as I do, mm-hmm. God's going to show me that I can't, I can't survive like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, he told me as soon as I was working with this patient that she needed to see the grace of God more than she needed healing from the candida overgrowth. So she tested positive for the candida overgrowth, but he told me to put her on a very modified version of the diet and that she would be able to heal just fine like that. Mm. So we didn't have to get yeah. so strict because she didn't yeah. know the power of the Holy Spirit. She needed to experience yeah. God's total grace and yeah. not a one more have to. Because um, okay. you're already so burdened. I, I just need to interject in here too. So I feel, yeah. before I just and I have no proof of this other than God is gracious and kind and merciful. I feel mm-hmm. like the coming together of what Jana has experienced and knows in terms of clients she's worked with and kind of, you know, the need of the average time, whatever that it takes, you know, 30 days, whatever it is, 30 days, two months. So I feel like the Lord. This is kind of why I feel like he's honoring the little way. Like, just don't get overwhelmed. If you know it's sugar, like, I'm pretty sure, agreed, we can all do with less sugar. If you have any of these mm-hmm. symptoms she's talked about, we're saying, hey, let's put our finger on sugar. Let's just talk mm-hmm. about that first. Mm-hmm. And then just begin to walk with the Lord in it. If you walk with him every day, he's going to tell you another day, another day, yeah. another day, another day. Like, you'll know, and it, maybe it'll be two, and maybe he'll do in two weeks what he, what he did for that other woman. Or maybe it will be two months. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't, that's, what, that's why both Jan and I want to avoid giving one prescription to everyone. But we will say this, God's speaking here for many people. Start walking with him in that direction. And it is a fast. It is to say, I'm going to give you sugar. I'm going to, mm-hmm. and, and here's something. So I was talking to my parents today. Like, they didn't even know about I feel like they knew but they didn't want to know I don't know if I can tell you I've said it a million times but that that bread and pastas break down into sugar <laughs> you know like that's another it's a place where cancer would love to thrive on anything that's sugar in the body and so it's, it's not yep. just eating candy and drinking sodas it's this other place too so I feel like if you know it do your best keep going before the Lord and you'll know when you're starting to fall back into those cravings that I want to do this. And she's right. That die off phase could be part die off and part. You're just angry because you can't have what you want. And mm-hmm. that needs <laughs> to go to the Lord and meet with him. And he'll give you the grace, not only the grace, but the knowledge, the, the steadfastness and the ability to continue to go another day. And I just, I thought what I'm trying to say is I, I feel like God wants to break loose a flask of grace 
that he can do in two weeks what might have taken two months. But at the same time, I'm not saying, hey, everyone, it's only going to take two weeks. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me because I'm just getting, I'm saying amen, sister. Right? Amen. Wouldn't you agree? Hey. Wouldn't you rather see people healed faster than taking, you know, a long road? I think let's come together and say, sure. we're going to come together and do this. We know that it's yeah. sugar. We're putting it on the altar. Keep us free. We will not be mastered yeah. by anything. Amen. And that is, I mean, so, you know, that's the place to start. And, and yeah. what I was saying about like the bowel movements and things like that, there's um, like, like the, you know, if our body's basically clogged, we can't even have a bowel movement every day. Like mm. there's many people and I was one of them. I had the, the opposite things that you had going on, like severely constipated as a kid and a teenager and stuff. So it's like all these toxins are being backed up in my body. I can't start a, now a detox process. I just need to get things flowing. Um, Amen. So probiotics can help with that. Drinking more water can help with that. Increasing produce, um, more vegetables, mm-hmm. obviously, than fruits. Like mm-hmm. I would cut the fruits and increase the greens, the leafy greens. Yeah. And um, yeah. incorporate raw apple cider vinegar is a natural antibiotic and antifungal that people can start yes. doing, you know, start with a tablespoon a day. And if you feel okay with that with no heartburn, increase to two tablespoons a day. And if you do okay with that, try yeah. three. You know, just... But so be gracious, but seek the Lord. Like he can lead you to the foods and things that will heal your body. And the best thing we can do, the best training we can do is to learn to hear directly from him instead of making doctors God or our personal trainers God. And, but you know, sometimes he, if he says, go to this doctor and you can trust this and you just, just have them write you a plan. If he's, if he's leading that, then we can trust that, but that's not the plan for everybody. And, um, where one person he wants to teach grace and it's going to be a simple process. The next person who maybe has been walking with him for a long time, maybe he's teaching them long suffering, patience, yeah, it, yeah. you know, an increase of faith. And so it takes longer because he's doing something yeah. so much greater and candida is just the avenue to get us there. Um, Amen. Okay. You know, it's not about the yeast, um, but there, but so, so to be, to give practical advice, you know, um, so make sure we're have going to the bathroom. If not, that is something that I would say you really want to get some help on. You can try those things that I recommended and increasing vegetables because we need to do that anyway. But there can be mm-hmm. emotional layers to constipation. There mm-hmm. can be parasites. There can be heavy metals blocking nerve function. There can be all these other things that I see every day in practice that, um, or just the need for a really good cleanse, but figuring out which one your body needs. There's so many out there. And we, mm-hmm. Lisa and I do not want to get into specific product naming or anything like that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so anyway, some diet, those dietary changes. Um, and, and to answer a question that always comes up, I don't know if this has come up for you or not, Alisa, but People always say, well, what you're recommending is different from what this doctor is saying, and I'm seeing conflicting information online. Mm-hmm. There, I don't hold, I'm not the keeper of the only right way to do all things. <laughs> I just want to be right. I do have a system that, that uh, works, but I don't have protocols per se. I have kind of general rules, and then for each person, a plan is customized. Every single patient's treatment plan looks different. I do not have like the Dr. Jana program. Um, people will yeah. say they're on a program with Dr. Jana, but that's their individual custom program t- taking into consideration their whole yeah. history and what I'm testing them for, what they have going on and stuff like that. So, um, you know, there might be these general rules for the candida diet or fast, whatever we want to call it. But one person may be able to handle legumes and beans, for example, and another person can't. So in general, I say, yes, you can have legumes and beans. We want to have as much food freedom as possible without going backwards. 
But if you eat those things and your joints hurt or you feel bloated or you get constipated or the migraines come back or you get acid reflux, then they're too mm-hmm. starchy or, or whatever's going on in your body. They're causing inflammation of some sort. And so they're no for now. And then a month later, yeah. try them again. But it's, yeah, again, we're, we're taking things away to obtain healing so that we can have more food freedom later so that more of God's good foods can fuel our body and get to this yeah. place of freedom, but not go back to a life of total, total with no discipline and no self-control over what goes into Denial. Yeah. Just denial. Yeah. 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 It's like when Jesus says, I think uh, somewhere in the gospel of Matthew, and he says that these people's hearts are far from me. They, they talk with their lips, but their heart, their hearts are far. If they would open their ears and hear, I would yeah. turn and heal them. Like, it's like, I just feel like sometimes we're like little three-year-olds. We put our fingers in our, or five-year-olds put our fingers in our ears and just la, 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 la. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Because if we hear it, we might have to actually respond to the voice of love. Right. Like, we know and God knows that we heard him and that we're responsible for yeah. what we Yeah. Heard. Sorry. We should, put a, we should put a disclaimer on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Now, now you know. know. Yeah. Okay. We love but. you. We love you. And God, let's be clear. God's not going to love you anymore for getting your candida rid of or love you any less for keeping it. But he always right. has better. He's the God of immeasurably more. And right. we are the people of living sacrifice. So there is it's an exchange that we invite you into. It's a great exchange. Amen. Hey, you mentioned you so, mentioned hormone imbalances. Can you hit on that? Yeah. So um and then uh after so I'm gonna give you one more thing to remind me of. So remind me to talk about what what people can expect, like the four parts of what um, make a successful candida detox because diet is only one piece of the plan. Well, do you want to keep going with okay. that and then come back to yeah. hormone imbalance? Yeah, let's come back to okay, hormone. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, let's do that okay. since we were kind of already jamming. We got about, okay. about 10 more minutes so that they can Okay, perfect. Day. I'll keep this stuff really general. So okay. we talked about the diet. We talked about you're going to see some conflicting information. Um, but mm-hmm. if incorporating raw fermented foods is something that everybody could start doing now. Again, if you find that you're getting more constipated and kicking in more of a die-off reaction, then that's, that would be the indication to really ask the Lord, do I need help with this? Um, but if it's making you feel sick but the bowels are moving, then just press through press through the detox. Keep going. And name, like name, raw, some, of those, yeah, name yeah. some of those foods. So, so raw apple cider vinegar, um, raw kombucha. Now, with kombucha, this is a very important um, thing. I, I know what the, you're going to say. Yeah. I know Put what the you're label over and look at the sugar content and make sure it says about two grams or less of sugar. So you can't have the super sweet ones. And kombucha yeah. is very trendy. And there's many, many brands on the market now. So, and every bottle is two servings. So if you buy those brands that are 11 and 18 grams of sugar, multiply that times two. Here you are drinking mm-hmm. this great probiotic enzyme drink and drinking 30, 40 grams of sugar. There's no point. Mm-hmm. So Amen. two grams of sugar or less, drink kombucha, raw apple cider vinegar. I have all kinds of great recipes on my website. We'll get to that at the end. Raw sauerkraut. So raw sauerkraut must say raw on the label, and it will not have vinegar in the ingredients. Regular sauerkraut that most people are accustomed to has actually got white vinegar in the ingredients, which will actually feed yeast and make you worse. So you'll find that at health mm-hmm. food stores specifically, or um, raw kimchi, which is another raw fermented vegetable. So sauerkraut is a raw fermented cabbage, 
or like Trader Joe's is a great place. That's the least expensive place to find it in its uh, fermented kraut and pickles. So cabbage and cucumbers that are raw fermented. Yummy. Makes my mouth water even thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Salty, sour, I love. Um, But it's so good for your liver. That's going to open up your liver and help the bowels, but also start killing off candida almost immediately. And then people always ask how much. You know, start with just a couple bites a day. See how you feel. If you're getting a lot of symptoms and a lot of gas from that, then just stay there. And eventually you can put like a pile on your salads or with some meat, paired with some meat or something like that. Um, Yeah. Okay. So there's the diet portion. The other parts of killing off candida successfully is there, there needs to be antifungals incorporated. And like I said, when I test patients, I'm figuring out specifically which one's going to work and taking other factors into consideration. But these can come in the form of herbs or essential oils or box cleanses or whatever. And some essential oils, mm-hmm. since a lot of people are into that, I won't name specific brands or anything, but that people could start trying. Um, and we'll just say topically because I don't want to advise internally or get into that mm-hmm. kind of conversation. But um, tea tree oil, oregano, myrrh, um, clove, lavender, peppermint, pink grapefruit, um, lemon, all of those have, and there's, there's other ones. So, you know, we are not trying to be honest <laughs> about everything, right? But yeah. those are like tea trees or melaleuca, very inexpensive and very antifungal. It's one of the number ones that in oregano, but all of those, if you have any of those laying around, you can start using those topically, you know, a few drops, three yeah. to four drops, two, three times a day. Um, and if it's a hot oil, make sure you use a carrier oil, but that's going to start killing some, some, dio- some off. You can get into a hot bath that is over 100 degrees for a minimum of 10 minutes, and you could do this up to a couple times a day. But getting your core body temperature over 100 degrees in warm, uh, uh, you know, warm, moist heat um, will cause a die-off reaction. And then when your body temperature comes back down, you take some probiotics. So that's the next that's one. It's so is interesting because you would yeah. you would think the heat would actually like like an oven grow yeast. <laughs> yeah, well, raising it to a certain temperature causes some die off, but then mm-hmm. as your body temperature cools, then you want to introduce probiotics and mm-hmm. re-inoculate. So you're killing off and inoculating with the good bacteria, killing off, inoculating with the good bacteria. So for the person that says I can't afford this or whatever, there are these very inexpensive, essentially free things you can do. Raw apple cider vinegar is like 3 to $5, and mm-hmm. um, the baths you can do. This is also why people will say they're allergic to hot tubs. They're like, every time I have been in a hot tub, I get a yeast infection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hear what we're mm-hmm. saying? So it's causing mm-hmm. a die-off reaction, and, mm-hmm. and, and um, anyways, you get the idea. So probiotics are a critical piece of the puzzle. Um, as far as dosing probiotics, you you keep dosing up on whatever brand of probiotics you have until you mm-hmm. get loose stools and then decrease by one or two capsules until you have just good solid bowel movement. If you're getting way mm-hmm. up there in dosage, like 8, 10, 20, 30 a day, I've seen this. This is not an over-exaggeration. This is serious. You have candida overgrowth. It's just more evidence that you have it again, and we just need to get more aggressive with the antifungals and working on the liver, which is part four. So working on the liver and cleaning up the filters of the body so that you can properly eliminate during the detox and thereafter is critical. So for the person with a lot of skin problems and major constipation, um, that the liver is really not um, happy, and so 
that that would be okay. the person who who probably needs more professional help. Anyway, so some of the die-off symptoms are you can have impaired brain function, mood swings, headaches, fatigue, dizziness, joint pain. Kind of feel like you're going it's backwards. Almost, yeah, I was gonna say it almost sounds like why you started in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You feel night sweats, hormone imbalances, fever, sinus infection, breakouts, and like acne, backne. It's super fun. <laughs> Wow. But, so let that be a warning, everyone. Like it's so, yeah. it, it, it just seems to be another one of those gospel messages where it, it gets worse before it gets better. Like yeah. the, the die yeah. off process is dying is ugly. It, there's nothing beautiful and sedative about dying. It's like we'd rather be knocked under sometimes. It's just yeah. so, it's so painful. But healing, healing is not a clean process. It's a process of it's messy. It's not nice for a while but it will pass i promise you as a woman who went through it it does pass and i've been through it too and this is from very personal um experience as well as clinical experience too so um yeah it will pass and so um but hormone problems so let me touch on that really quick Mm that um so many people have hormone problems and there's many layers to this and there's not an all-inclusive answer but what i just want people to hear is Going to like a hormone specialist and just getting our hormones tested and then going, okay, this is low and this is low, and then we just slap those hormones in, that is not hormone balancing. It is the world's way. That's following the pattern of the world. But hormone imbalances, again, are just symptoms that something deeper is going on. It's a symptom. And that something deeper needs to be addressed. And it's going to be several different layers. It's, it's very hard to do this on your own and, and kind of manage hormone balancing. I've been doing, I've been in practice for nine years and it can still get really complicated, but um, I, I should, I don't want that to be a scary thing. I hate that saying complicated, but just many layers. So you need some expertise in knowing how to manage this, but layers mm-hmm. of gut problems paired with thyroid problems and adrenal fatigue, and they all feed each other. They're not just individual things. They are all mm-hmm. related, you know, candida overgrowth, is going to affect the adrenals. It's a stress, a major stress that for most people has been in the body for a long time, which wears out the adrenal glands. And so as the adrenal glands are fatigued, they produce over 50 hormones in the body. So we no longer have natural anti-inflammatory hormones. We no longer have sex hormones. We don't have a sex drive or maybe um, uh, whatever our periods are getting longer or shorter together. That would indicate a thyroid problem. Um, mm-hmm. cysts on the ovaries indicates toxicity and hormone problems. So again, like PCOS and endometriosis, we're calling those diseases, but really they are symptoms and they are our body telling us that something, many, many things are out of balance and we need to figure out what it is. And so you need a doctor who can systematically test the body as a whole, a holistic doctor that can get to the root of the problem not ignoring yeah. spiritual things, not ignoring emotional things, and a very, in an effective way without doing thousand and two thousand dollar tests and invasive tests that cause other problems and have radiation and all this stuff. All of that is so unnecessary most of the time. You know, I can I can spend an hour and a half with a patient, not invade, not have to do any extra testing, not refer out for blood work and get very specific answers without causing further damage and they go home with a plan and can get started immediately. They don't have to wait three, four weeks for for results of tests that don't really tell us anything. Yeah. Amen. Makes sense. Amen. Yeah. Wow. We have officially given you guys a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Again, some of you feel like, man, now I know. But could I, could, 
I feel like we just, we always want to speak with much mercy and grace, yes. but it's just to be aware that what we are doing with our, how we participate, partner with God or partner with our pain is really important. And um, our bodies do have pain. There's something going on. Our guts are telling us something. But God is the God of possibilities, not of problems. Like he sees a problem because I see tons of possibilities. Yeah. And I just want to really encourage everyone that's listening to this is, you know, I can't, this is where I just feel like I think if we could, if we put our thumb on something, don't you think it's just uh, how we have uh, really altered food and how we eat and how we, what we use food for, right? I mean, food yeah. once upon a time was so scarce. It wasn't something you could easily come by. It wasn't filled with preservatives and boxed and shelled. I mean, the food industry uh-uh. has figured out how to make a lot of money off of flavors and foods and so we're just, we're, I think, I believe for God's people, especially for you, those of you that have been following Revelation Wellness and all that we're doing, we're just bringing God's people back online to be alive, to be sober-minded, to, to know that we're in the world, yes, like be in it, but to also know how we draw a line at some point and say, I, I, everything's permissible for me, for me, but not everything's beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything because that is the definition of idolatry is, is that which masters you that isn't the one true God himself. So we're yeah. hoping today's message gives you great hope that God wants to be God for you. He would not point out the, the symptom or the pain or the problem without saying endless possibilities. Will you walk with me? That's right. And, you know, when we're, God's not disgusted with us. He's not ashamed Mm. of us. He's not disappointed in us. He doesn't expose Mm -hmm. things to shame us or put a spotlight on us and be like, look at that fool. He puts the spotlight on things to reveal things, to heal things. And that's a loving God. And this is good. We live in a generation, you know, we are in the the hard labor, like Jesus is coming back and we're called to be ready, be sober, be watchful. Yeah. And so we want to yeah. feel our best. And if anything is what those things that are within our control, we want his best for mm-hmm. us. We want to operate in that clear mindedness and be, yeah. you know, preaching the gospel, sharing it, whatever, and then sharing our hope and our own testimony. And like, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't go through candida overgrowth and severe illness for over 20 years. I would not have be where I am and be able to do this calling and have compassion for people. So he has truly worked all this together for good. He's writing our stories. It it is, it's hopeful. It's encouraging. We can be transformed by the watering of the word and and by the renewing of our minds Mm -hmm. to do, to be able to do the impossible, to go those places we didn't think we could go. So it's good. It's good. Jana, okay, so how can people uh, learn more about, where, where could they go? I know people are going to ask okay. more questions and want more information. They are. So, um, yeah, so Lisa and I were talking about this. So just a disclaimer, like if you have specific questions or want a treatment plan, I can't just answer those questions through my office email or on Facebook Messenger. I don't even keep Facebook Messenger. I don't have the app on my phone just because it can become a distraction. But I have tons of free information. Um on my website, I have a wellness blog and a recipe blog um, at drjanajoshugrim.com. And you said you're going to put that somewhere mm-hmm. so I don't have to spell yep, my it'll name. it'll be right. in the, just under the show description. Okay, okay perfect. So um, on that website, um, you can subscribe to my newsletter. I send out health teaching every month. Um, 
uh, recipes. My whole recipe blog is 95%, I guess would be fair to say, candida detox friendly. Everything is gluten and dairy free. Not because I think that every single person on the face of the planet needs to be gluten and dairy free. <laughs> Some people thrive on those things. My husband is one of them. I don't. Um, and so we're all different. But most of the people I work with, yeah, I, I have a, you know, a holistic practice. I'm dealing with sick people. So um, that is what most people struggle with and need. Um, and, but, they're, but those recipes get you thinking. There's plenty of desserts, chocolate muffins, chocolate, raw chocolate pie. So you can have dessert on a candida detox diet. You just have to think differently and get different ingredients, yeah. real ingredients. That's exciting. Um, that, that always encourages people. They, their eyes light up when I say that there's cookies and there's desserts that they can have. Um, yeah. but I have a, a, yeah, so I have a recipe blog, which we're constantly adding to a bunch of soups coming out in the February newsletter, which are delicious. Um, the wellness blog has video blogs and written blogs on it. And then, um, I started podcasting in 2016, similar to this, the rubbing the words. Um, so I'm going to be adding more teaching on there. So on that's on the Podbean app. Um, you, you can access that through my website if you really look for it, but you just download the Podbean app and then you can search either yep. Dr. Jana or Revelation Revolution. Um, I do health parties. That would be a really good resource. Those are free. That's just a free part of the, the free ministry side of my practice. Um, and those are now available online. So if you're local in South Orange County, San Clemente area, you can come to those. We do those once a month. And we talk about these different health topics, and that's your time to be in a small, intimate setting with me and ask your specific questions and get encouraged by other people going through similar things. Or you can, up to 25 people can join us online and watch and be a part of the party and ask questions as well. Um, let's see. We talked about the podcast or Facebook. Um, uh, do, well, I'm you starting to do Facebook Live? Well, yes. Yes, but not not to message you personally through Facebook. Correct. Yeah, so Facebook, yeah. I'm saying, um, so this is this is my disclaimer about social media. Social media is is such a gift, but for me, running a practice in a fitness ministry and, and really being serious about keep not letting any of this overtake my marriage or my own health, um, being, mm -hmm. you know, being a responsible leader, um, I teach and equip and encourage on Facebook, but it's not to manage healthcare on Facebook. Um, it's such a, yeah. it's inappropriate. It's actually illegal. So I can't yeah. do that. Right. So, totally. um, yeah, but, totally. but I do have Facebook Live, and I'm posting every day health tips and godly, biblical, Christ-centered health information and encouragement and messages and workouts mm -hmm. and things like that. So. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, Jana, for closing, would you pray for our people? Pray for our friends. I would love to. Thank you. <sighs> Yes. So, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity, God. You have, just in both mine and Elisa's lives, God, we are walking, living testimonies of how you made beauty from ashes, God, and you um, have redeemed things that we thought once were completely impossible, Lord, and um, you've given great wisdom to us, Lord, and we just pray that it would be used to glorify you, Lord, to bring hope to the hopeless, Lord. I pray that um, anybody who hears this message would know how um, far and wide and deep and high is your love for them, God, that there would be no shame, no condemnation, Lord, no, um, no fear, name of Jesus, Lord. I pray um, for any person that needs healing, Lord, that guts would be healed, Lord, that you would literally, divinely remove candida overgrowth and parasites and 
um, foreign invaders mm-hmm. from bodies, yes, Lord, Lord, that you would strengthen immune systems, that you would heal joints, Lord, that you would renew minds, that you would lift mm-hmm. the heaviness of dep- depression and um, psychosis and mental disorders, Lord. I pray that you would bring balance to moods and hormones and biochemical um, imbalances, Lord Jesus. I pray, God, that you would cause your people to sit at your feet, to come boldly to the throne of grace and ask you for wisdom, to ask you for healing, to pour their hearts out to you, God, and seek first the kingdom of God, that we would start going to um, you as our primary care physician, Lord, not dictated by worldly knowledge or insurance or fear or any of these other things, Lord. And uh, we just pray for discernment, Lord. We pray that you would just order the steps of your people, God, that they would seek healing in exactly the way you have ordained it for them. God, we pray for the deeper things of you, the spiritual gifts, Lord. I pray for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit for every single listener Mm -hmm. that would ever hear this podcast, Lord, that they would walk Mm -hmm. in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, Lord. We ask, God, that you would bind our flesh, that we would be willing to lay down our idols and the lusts of the flesh, our selfish ambitions, God, and that we would seek you more than anything else, that we would hunger and thirst for your love, your grace, your mercy, more of you, God, less of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.